Mama Tea Honey. Wait, she said what? No. Absolutely not. Pour me the rosé. Okay, I'm okay. My reality TV obsession is can't be tamed. I know, right? Yeah, it was just like a cute little hangover. Oh my god. Sierra. <laughs> it's yeah. only Monday. Mm-hmm. It's going mm-hmm. to be a long week. And uh, welcome back to another episode of Coastally Speaking. <laughs> We're both just sleepy girls today. I'm like... I, I brunched this weekend, but, like, I really didn't do enough. Like, yesterday, I was a complete zombie to the world. Like, I didn't even leave bed. Like, I, mm-hmm. like, closed my curtains. I put on Practical Magic to start the day. Beautiful. And uh, did a lot of binge watching of a lot of different shows and movies, fall time stuff. And I woke up not re-energized. And then do you think you're on day two of hangover? Because that's a thing. That is a thing. You know, but I don't know. It's like because usually my day two hangovers is like my head hurts or like feels heavy. Mm. Like this is like I've been fine, like doing stuff. It's just like randomly. I just like check in with myself and it's just like she could use a uh. nap. She could use a nap. I started like, looking at massages today. I was like, do, and then I was like, I don't have time for massage. <laughs> I need one. I need I would, one so badly. It, how nice does that sound? Just like go put your phone down, check out, just have somebody just make you feel so cozy for like an hour. I couldn't tell you the last time I've had one, to be honest. Yeah, same. Maybe, maybe like a little 10 day. minute one while I'm getting like a, like my nails done, you know, one of those oh, little like nice. mini back massages. Um, but no, I need like a full, I need like a 60 minute get in there kind of massage. You've been going. I've been I've been going nonstop, Sierra. I had Sarah in town and we did New York. And like when she's in town, like we really do New York. Like we went out till four AM two nights in a row. Um then Virginia and then I came back to the city and my friend came and stayed with me for like four days right when I got back. And then she literally left to the airport an hour before I got on a train to go to Connecticut for a music festival this weekend. And I just got back. Yeah, I'm I'm getting to the point where like I need to be I need to be a hermit and like not not talk to people for like a week. Yeah. You know? Because you just got back from a music festival. That just requires energy. Music festival. It does. I mean it was so much fun. It was so much fun. I saw Alanis Morissette last night. I um, saw so jealous. Mm-hmm. Have you she ever seen incredible. her before? Not live, no. It is something different being in a crowd of women screaming Alanis Morissette at each other. Like, right. it's such an experience. You just feel so, like, connected to your feminine rage, you know? <laughs> it was really nice. Um, but I, I do want to get better at, like, the the balance of having a life and, like, doing the things that I want to do and mm-hmm. not getting like this. Like, I would like to be able to get into, like, a healthy rhythm where it's just like, oh, I can do those things. And also, I'm not burning myself out every other month can you help good luck (laughs) (laughs) I did the exact same thing I was like I'm young I'm thriving I've got this and I did Fiji back Mm -hmm. home for two days and then New York for four days and then back here on the flight back from New York I had like my jaw would not stop popping I have TMJ so it's like so sore I had to buy like a headband to insert heated pads to like relax my jaw I'm like, yeah, it was like, nobody tells you these things either. Like, you really think that I'm like, and and like the people who like tour and like do things like that. Like, I'm like, how are you not sick on a regular? I have no idea. 
right like you have to have like doctors like shooting your butt with b12 like there's just no way that like you're not like exhausted i used to think that like exhaustion was like a cop-out that like celebs in the early 2000s just used as like <laughs> oh drug abuse and alcohol abuse and now i'm like whoa 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 no we exhaustion get tired after doing stuff it's a real thing and i could see how it could send you to the hospital because you're like something is wrong with me i don't know what is but i am not normal like i'm not, not well okay yes very well unwell. your body definitely starts like shutting down like your body mm -hmm. is telling you like so it's time for you to take a sec and not yeah. do what you've been doing and it really like i can feel my wheels are slowly stopping you know <laughs> i'm looking at you little blurred my eyes are going crisscross i don't know where yeah. i am you know my body's just like no sav no enough is enough but here i am did you just get back from Connecticut today? I did. And Dio made us book a 6.57 a.m. train. So my alarm went off at 5 a.m. this morning. I think I went to bed at like 2 last night. I woke up like still a little drunk. Just not. It was not oh. the vibe. And then I got home and my friend that was watching my dog, and it was great to see her and it's literally so okay, but she was still at my apartment with her boyfriend because their flight didn't leave until like 3. So then I came home and like still like didn't have a moment to myself until maybe like an hour ago but I got a nice little cuddle with Dexter and I ordered some of my favorite food and I've been watching Parenthood so it's okay okay it's 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 time are you do you have any trips coming up for October absolutely not yeah speaking of not okay mm -hmm. Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner mm -hmm. getting divorced right mm -hmm. um thoughts how do you feel like apparently They've been having issues for six months, but he saw something on their ring camera mm -hmm. and that confirmed for him, a source said from an article I read, that that was like the final straw. Like he saw her, her say something bad about him and was like, okay, ready to file for divorce. And my question, my thoughts, I'm just kind of like a invasion of privacy, like mm -hmm. I, it's like reading somebody's diary. You know what I mean? You weren't intended to see, hear this. And like sometimes people say awful things, like especially when they're like working through something. You know yeah. what I mean? So I'm like, I mean, I don't know if she's on the phone with her mom. I don't know if she's talking to herself out loud. Right. I don't know what, what the context of it is. But I'm also kind of like, like, did you go on the ring camera looking for something? I'm like... You're Joe right. Jonas. It's not like your phone's not getting like a million notifications at all times that like for you to be like sitting there on the ring camera. Were you waiting to see something? Cause right. Because those aren't meant to be ways to monitor the people in your, your home. That yeah. it's meant for security systems. So if somebody breaks in, you look at it. Not like don't be checking in to see if you hear something. It's giving like, I don't know. There's obviously lack of trust on his end or some right. like weird ego narcissistic has to know what everyone's saying about him at all times. Cause like, it's really none of your business. What if your partner is venting to somebody and like, like you said, working through it, like you don't need to hear the inner workings in between how they're feeling to where they right. land. Some people have to vent and vocalize and talk shit for a second to get it out of their system to come to like a nice mature space. Um, right. Like, you know, what yeah. I used to tell you if you have an issue with somebody, like write them a letter and then like 
while you're angry and then read that letter and see if you would still send it after you've calmed right. down. I feel like us as human beings, we're reactive. Like we, a lot of the times our reaction, <laughs> it doesn't have to be a logical response to something, whether we're tired, whether we're off, whatever it could be. Like sometimes we have bigger, grandest reactions to things than we normally would if we were in a correct state of mind. I don't feel like that was something that was meant for you. And I have a really big issue with that in the sense that everybody's entitled to their privacy. Everyone's entitled mm -hmm. to work th things through the way that works for them. So I'm like, for you to kind of take a moment that was probably not a good moment for her either and then weaponize that against you when it wasn't meant for you it gives it's giving like girl that goes through boyfriends like emails telephone right phones and all of that where i'm just like why are you looking to hurt your feelings you know what i mean right if anything like, it feels like <laughs> and granted we have no idea what she said but like it feels like him getting upset at her for whatever she said on that on that recording mm -hmm. me if I was Sophie I would have flipped that around and I probably would have been the one to be like okay so this is not working because if you're doing that right. like you obviously don't trust me you mm -hmm. obviously like maybe you're looking for a fight maybe you've been like waiting for this thing I I don't care what it is I don't appreciate you doing that and like you've now broken my trust now I don't know that I can trust you in any of these situations so like I'm good on that have you ever gone through a boyfriend's like phone or email or looking up Uber receipts? <laughs> I haven't. Same. I haven't I ha ever. Have you? I have, um, but I only did it once. And I think I've shared that story before, but it was just like an ex-boyfriend who used to like always accuse me of being in some type of situation that we definitely were not in and then I was like why are you so angry and that like there's something that like pushed me to where it's like the phone right. is sitting on the dresser and it was like Jumanji music just like <laughs> you have to step towards it where I'm like I don't really want to and I don't even know what I'm looking for I swear to you I just opened up text messages and like bada bing bada boom yeah so I'm also like yeah like when you have the urge sure because most likely you'll find something but I feel like people who are like routinely checking in on their partners or like looking for something where I'm like if you're already like investigating in that state of mind too you might find nothing and assume you found something totally if that makes sense mm -hmm. you know you're like I don't know who this is. Da, 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 da. He cheating. Blah, blah blah. Like, let's ruin our entire relationship, our entire day, our entire year, just based off of an assumption. And also, as I said, you, yeah, you, as you said, you shouldn't be together if you're not only not trusting that person that you need to go through their stuff behind their backs, mm -hmm. or if you're gonna do something like check in on a ring camera, hear some things, and then be like, "Cool, filed for divorce." That's that's insane to me. Yeah. Like you said, if you have a hunch, if there's some sort of gut feeling, then like, sure, if you need to follow through on it once to see if there's something going on, okay. Um, but obviously, this is something that's like been bigger than it because it was a last straw and divorce was filed. So it's like, mm -hmm. this doesn't feel like a first time to me. Well, they also said that he was saying that she's like a party girl and like she would rather be out at parties than be a mom. And like, mind you, She's had two kids and she obviously clearly cares about her kids, but people can afford to have balance. So mm -hmm. I'm also like, are we weaponizing something that we were attracted to her for in the beginning? Cause you loved her enough to marry her. And now all of a sudden you're having an issue with something. And also while you're on like a worldwide tour, sir, like, right. 
Sophie can't go out and like have a drink with her friends for a bachelorette without it being a, a party girl image. Yeah. Like, you know, because like, I've got friends that are married and they have like such good balance. Have your own thing, but also doing things together. But it's like you're not going to stop your partner from being or enjoying what they liked before you guys were together. I just don't think that's fair. No, it, it just feels really controlling. It feels like, a you know, I don't think that I could be with somebody long term. It's so surprising when people get this far into these kind of relationships, though, because like surely these things were coming up before they got married. You just get so blinded by love. Like you really don't see these things that much. But like I I'm going to live my life and you're going to meet me where I'm at. And if that's mm-hmm. okay with you, then like we got to keep that consistent, but right. don't turn around later and say that you don't like a certain way that I'm living my life. Unless it's like wildly unhealthy or like getting in the way of me being whatever it is, like we can have those conversations, but like you met me, you fell in love with me, you decided to marry me. So then don't try and change me. That's yeah. not okay. If we're talking like a new habit, a new friend that's a bad influence, whatever, that's entitled to your opinion. But you don't get to take the things that make me who I am mm-hmm. and then fall in love with that. So you say, and then later on down the road, tell me that those are the things that you don't like about me. Like that's, right. hey, that, yeah, what a mind fuck, yeah. first of all. And second of all, it's like, yeah, like, so then what is what is the solution for you? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like does it, me change everything about myself to make you happy because that's such an unfair ask, mm-hmm. let alone unrealistic. But it's sad because yeah, there's also so many like people that get into these relationships and whatnot and are willing to change everything about themselves to make another person happy. And the sad thing is that that person will never be happy, especially if they're still no. sitting here with a checklist to critique you about what you need to change, what they don't like about you. Like uh, if we've been together for four years, we have two kids. You better be making lists about what you love about me to mm-hmm. remind yourself, not making list to bring up to me about everything that I'm doing wrong, because that's focus on yourself. You right. Know? Have you like, ever had somebody go through your stuff? Have I had some? That's a great question. If I have, uh, they've never said anything to me because sure. there's probably there's nothing to find. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, if it, if anything, mean? it was like them being like really anxious, overly anxious over nothing, and then not finding yeah. anything and being like, okay. If Whoops. an ex went through my phone, they yeah, that would be news to me because mm-hmm. again, yeah, I'm like besides texting with my grandma, my friends, even going through social media, like, and I, I'll show Connor. I'm like, I get like hit up for like sugar baby request on mm-hmm. a regular and like sometimes I'm like I'm so stupid for not taking this they're like what five thousand dollars don't need nudes just want to like talk and I'm just like send them my way forward that but I'm just <laughs> like I get them uh, like monthly and I'm like stuff like that where I'm just like but again have never responded I don't I don't talk to dudes like on dms or anything like there's just like nothing that they would have found so if they did yeah, my email's a bunch of junk mail and my right. business email. Like, <laughs> have fun with that, bro. <laughs> no, I feel like you're literally such a respectful person in a relationship that, like, you're not even going to ever do anything that's going to cross a boundary that could upset somebody. If you're having 100%. issues in a relationship, it's going to be over something totally different and not because you couldn't trust or were disrespectful to your partner or any of that. Like, you're not going down that road. The temptation oh, yeah. is not a thing to you. I've been a serial monogamist 
my entire dating life and even when I was dating like one of my exes that like I was done with a long time I'm really bad at breaking up with people still even in that time period to where I didn't want to be with him anymore like still my brain's not like Oh, la, la, la. let's cut let's line up the next one it's like right. no, until I'm like fully single and even then when I was single I was like I'm gonna be single for a year because I don't want him to feel any type of way mm-hmm. and two was that like I just got out of a long-term relationship maybe I should know what it feels like to be single and it right. just didn't last very long question why do you think you're bad at breaking up with people is it that you don't want to hurt their feelings are you not like ready to get out of a relationship like you like having a partner what do you think the It's a mixture, I think, of childhood trauma and not wanting to hurt their feelings. Like, Mm. I, as a kid, never really felt safe to express how I was feeling without there being a reaction. So it was, like, very much, like, watch what I say. So when I get into confrontation, like, my voice shakes and then I end up, like, yelling and people are like, why are you yelling? And I'm like, because I don't, I'm fucking scared. I'm, I'm, Mm -hmm. I feel frustrated. I feel so many things that I don't know how to process And so, and especially with breaking up with people, typically anytime that I've broken up with somebody, it's they, they're still in it and I'm not. So it also feels really weird because it's like, I think they're in denial. I feel like there's like hints and signs. I don't want to do this anymore. And if they're like, what do you mean? Like why? And I'm like, I don't know. "Mm -hmm." I don't, I don't know why this isn't working, you know? And like one of my exes just like refused to accept it. So it's Oof. just like, and I was just like, Whoa. that's hard. You're like, well, I've already said what I, I, I grew a pair once and I thought that was going to be all I had to do. And now you're telling me I have to convince you that I mean what I'm saying because I mean it. But now Three I'm going to start crying. <laughs> Three times. Yeah. I, I will also take the credit in saying like, I guess I'm very bad at this. Um, but yeah, like I was like, I don't really know what else I could have done. We like got into like screaming fights. I'd like be like, I'm done. I'm at it. Like, but you know, and, and then the next day he just like acted like nothing happened. And then it was just like, oh. cool, I'm in a twilight zone. Fantastic. <laughs> All right. All right. So yeah. And then any breakup in the past, like even like one breakup, it was like a guy that I started dating after my first like long-term relationship as an adult mm-hmm. we broke up and then i started dating this guy so he's like my boyfriend or whatever <laughs> and then it was like he told me that uh like you got like engaged like super young his fiance passed away mind you like i'm getting out of like a verbally abusive three mm. and a half four-year relationship and jumping out of the fire into the frying pan into this relationship and then uh he goes and I haven't been able to care about somebody until you. And I was like 18, 18 and a half, 19. Like, oh my God. I, if ever, like, I had like a, my, my masculine energy was activated. Like, right. I was like, I, I'm, I've officially, I'm scared. Um, it's been a month and a half, right? Yeah. I cannot fill a place of a dead fiance. Are you no. joking? But I moved fast. So he had, um, a key to my apartment I invited him over to like sit down and be like hey like sorry my grandma needs this key because she's gonna come over and take care of the animals whatever and then as soon as he gave me the key like I was like and I just don't think this is working out anymore oh like right after yeah. he handed the key to you <laughs> so I'm telling brutal. you I had to mature so much from 18 <laughs> to oh my God. now but like yeah like my younger like some of my like younger stories when I looked back I was like 
you had like no cooth like no <laughs> fucking just cool a plus right. B equals C, and now we're 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 good, right? Where I'm just like, cool. This guy told me like two weeks ago that like I'm replacing his dead fiance. Oh my god! Um, also, like that's so much pressure to put on somebody after a month, sir. I was 19. <sighs> I can't even go to a bar. Like, what right. do you mean? <laughs> right. <laughs> what do you mean, though? You oh know? my god! Do you remember when <laughs> what you said when he told you that? Um, the girl was stunned. Yeah, I, know that I remember exactly where we were because we were sitting on my living room floor and uh, I think we were going over a scene or something and he said it and I was like, uh. you're like, that's not in the script. What? That's so nice. Oh, my God. But then I was like, oh, like, it's like all of a sudden, like, have you ever just like been in a room where like the energy is like palpable like you can mm-hmm. like feel it and like mm-hmm. that's where it was but it was very heavy and it was like he like hugged me like after he said it like and it was just so much emotion and I was just like never have I ever felt so 19 in my life like you right. know I mean? like it was just like oh I am a baby in the grand scheme of things I am a baby and I am not ready for this I can't handle this this is too it, much no. for me no it's too much too much too fast and I'm like that's that will always be an ick of mine it really is just too much like too that. fast yeah and Same. even as a as a judgmental shrew to other people's situations where I'm just like when they're like oh, we met and it was like everything in my forever person and it's been like six months and we're gonna get married and I'm just like okay yeah I'm the same I'm like such an advocate for like slow and steady take your time get to What's know them the you don't have to hang out with somebody. Like, if you go on a first date, don't go on a second date that same week. You don't have to see them that quickly. They're not your boyfriend. No. Nobody no. needs that. That's weird. No. It's weird that you're doing it. It's Cut it out. too much too soon. Always together 24-7. Can't Texting eat, can't all breathe. the time. It's like, oh, my God. It's yeah. funny because it's, like, it's oddly we're, like, taught to, like, I feel like for, like, women and maybe just, like, Hallmark Lifetime type shit. But I'm, like, I feel like we're, like, taught that – your partner is supposed to like praise the ground you walk on. Mm. It's supposed to be like utter ador- like adoration and there will never be another. And it's just like not realistic. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like the expectations of like people being obsessed with you. And then when you do have someone that's actually obsessed with you, you're, you're looking up at a restraining order. Like, right. You're like this, you have to go. You know yes. what I mean? <laughs> to go back to your point of balance like it, it yeah. really is uh, it has to be a balance because it's like when you're younger again you want to like live in somebody's skin and you're like you to hold me forever and then it's like yeah as you get older you're like this is yucky this, this is, is a or, if you, or if you get it then you're like oh my god I just want to breathe without you like is that okay like yeah. we can still be in the same room but can I just breathe I was having this conversation with somebody recently because my first relationship, I mean, I was so head over heels, what you just described. Like, I wanted to be around him 24-7. If we were around each other, I'm, like, holding his hand or his knee or rubbing his back. Like, I just – I had to be, like, engulfed by him and his energy and his love all of the time. Mm -hmm. And now I really don't want that. I want to be head over heels in love with somebody – for sure. Um, I don't want it to be this all-consuming thing that that relationship was. Mm-hmm. And the person I was talking to was like, well, that feels sad. I want you to be able to like have that all-consuming. I'm like, I don't think the all-consuming is real or healthy. Like, I think that is the – those are the chemicals. Those are the the 
things that our body can't really control because you're in a space that is probably unhealthy to you. And like your body is reacting and letting out certain chemicals because it's not a safe space for whatever reason. I don't want that. That freaks me out. Right. Oh my God. Yes. Because I feel the, that exact same way. And like, I said it to Connor like recently and he at first he was like, whoa, cause it sounds bad, but you know, it sounds I, like you're like, I'm not fully head over heels in love with you. It's like, right. no, I am. I am. But I said like, I don't need you. Like I, I want to be with you, but I don't need you. Like if he mm-hmm. left tomorrow, would I be devastated? Absolutely. But like, will I know that I'll be okay? Absolutely. And right. I think that is the healthiest place to be in is that I'm like, I know I would move the the sky, the stars and the moon for you. If you asked me to, if you really needed me to, I would be there. But I'm like, at the same time, it's like the dependency and it's mm-hmm. like you aren't in control of my happiness. You are not in control of my future. You are not in control. You're just a lovely addition to it all. You know, it's a part of my story. It's not my whole story. And I think that that's, that's a healthy place to be in at the end of the day is that a relationship, anything should never have full ownership of your identity. You know what I mean? A relationship shouldn't, a a career shouldn't, it's, 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 family shouldn't it's balance you know what I mean like uh, you should be able to have all of a piece of all of those things and sometimes some things take more precedence than others but if the goal is not to have somebody fall so madly in love with me that they would do anything they would die for me like okay and then what and like what do they have to show for that you know what I mean like where Mm -hmm. I'm just like I want somebody that is completely balanced where it's like you focus on your work you focus on your job but you also don't have to be reminded to love me yeah you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like but it's like we are evenly committed but at the same time we have our own things going on and it's not like but you're gonna miss dinner with me because you have to work and it's like don't make me choose no (laughs) go work and also like remind like remember to tell me that you love me and you wish that you could be here at dinner but you can't because you gotta work like just be right yeah be supportive be Mm -hmm. and also you know mind your responsibilities for our relationship but outside of that it's like I want you to be successful to thrive and I would never want myself to be the only thing that brings you happiness you know what I mean because nobody can do that it's and vice versa because like I really feel like the dependency of it all when that relationship ended I straight up like couldn't breathe for like six months like it felt like whatever other part of me was ripped out and like I couldn't find it Mm -hmm. and that's not good you shouldn't have anything in your life I feel like that could break you just by not being there anymore right I think something like a pet a parent a child those things are obviously like we have things in our lives that we love so much that if they were to cease to exist it would break us but things like inviting in somebody that you're going to be in a relationship with like that can't be something that will kill you I always think about the um sex and city the movie when Uh big doesn't show up and she is like a shell of a human look at how unhealthy that relationship was the entirety of it like yes that's devastating that should not have it like she was not herself she completely lost Carrie in all of that right. you know but that's also made like we are shown that and shown this is romance 
this, this is, is how luck. you should feel about your partner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He should this kind of heartbreak me- means day. it's real. Yeah. Big. Come on, dude. And you uh, still and you still give it because he sent an email. Yep. <laughs> he tried. He didn't show up at your door that you've been living at for the last 15 years. But he sent emails every day of your favorite book. So, <laughs> you know, the bare minimum effort. We love it here. Yeah. Um, question about your last relationship. Do you feel like you optionally kind of like put him on this pedestal do you feel like he maybe like isolated your environment to where he would like like was there like a give and take here or were you both just like in each other's space at all times or like was he ever like you should go hang out with your friends and you were like absolutely not I'm with you or what like you know what I mean like how do you feel that he somehow became this all-important being in your life I think for the first year, maybe a little more, we -hmm. were kind of up each other's ass. We were together all the time. We did text all the time. Um, Like, I remember when we, like, first were like, we're in love with each other. Mm -hmm. He literally said, and it was like, we were really drunk and it was like a sweet moment. But I think I took this and I really like, it really did something to me and to how I processed our relationship. But he literally said something that was like, your skin is my skin. Like I am you, you are me. Like any pain you feel, I feel. And, and it really locked in this idea of like, we are one and we cannot function without each other. And then as we got to like a year and a half into the two year is when I could start to feel this pull from him. And it slowly just started like breaking my insides because I had now been a year and a half in of being like, we are one human. So when we're not functioning like that anymore, when like I'm the one that's wanting to do like full weekend sleepovers because I don't see you during the week that much. Um, And then we wake up on a Saturday and you have lunch plans and you didn't tell me. And now I'm just at your house by myself. Like those things started happening and it was like, what's going on? Like it was just, it shook my foundation. Your Um, brain went to, because you, the expectation of your relationship was already set with the spending every day together, texting, all of that mm -hmm. stuff that like when he started to pull away, like instead of it being like, do I need to reevaluate something here? It's like, how do I fix this? A thousand percent. Yeah. How do I fix it? What have I done? Do I pull closer? How Mm -hmm. do which like is never the answer, right? Somebody's pulling away, you pull them closer. You're just gonna keep pushing them, like. Right. But if 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 we have options outside of communication, then it's not it's not working. Because I feel that way too. I feel like when people talk about like butterflies and stuff like that, where I'm like, I don't know where I heard it, but I'm sure everybody's heard it at this point. But like, I very much believe that like butterflies is anxiety. Like it's not. It's not a good sign if you have butterflies when you see somebody you're so nervous. It's one thing when you don't know this person at all. But like if you're like, oh, after years, he still gives me butterflies. Like if you mean like, because sometimes I get nervous, he might leave me. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I get nervous, he might not like this. Oh, I do the best that I can to show that I am this. Like, you know what I mean? Where I'm like, yeah. you know, we are who we are in all of our imperfections. And I think that love every day is a choice. So it's like, I have to choose to accept things that annoy me. I have to choose mm-hmm. to love you every day because at any point I could choose not to. And I and I do think that, but I'm like, I think it, obviously it takes multiple relationships and like loving and learning and losing and learning to mm-hmm. to get there. You know what I mean? Where you're like, no, there's no such thing as a perfect person, but there's somebody that 
is going to be compatible with me, but also understand my flaws or Mm -hmm. recognize that I'm not a perfect person, but as long as we're able to like communicate through it versus me feeling like I need to jump through proverbial hoops to get Mm -hmm. you to love me the way that you did when you were in your honeymoon infatuation stage. Right. And so much of that is like, which some people hate this, but like you really got to love yourself first because none of that, you can't expect them to like, love your imperfections if you still look at them as imperfections if you're still like self-conscious about it you're going to be trying to alter and shift and cover up so that they don't see those things versus how you just verbalized it which is like these are my things I'm not perfect I still fucking rule and like Mm -hmm. you're going to decide to love me because of that or not but like those things about me are what they are and I'm not gonna pretend otherwise to make you to trick you into loving me to make you see a different side you know and I definitely in that relationship I like I lost a lot of my personality not necessarily around him but within his like friend group which we were majority in his space in his hangouts whatever um I became like really quiet and I let him kind of take up a lot more space than I think was healthy because that's not my personality. I'm like a very outgoing, personable, talk to people, make friends with everyone. And I stopped doing that to let him take up whatever space he needed to. And I made myself teensy tiny. And like, but that just shows like I wasn't at a place where I I appreciated those parts of my personality. I thought I had to be smaller so that he wouldn't not like get sick of me or whatever, you know? Or like that have something, have anything to complain about essentially. Mm -hmm. Where you're like, if I am this perfect little pea that just sits here and is ready whenever you need me. Like, Mm -hmm. how could you not love me? Where it's like, but you can't even feel yourself like changing who you are. You're like, I don't even know what happiness is unless he smiles at me. Like, yeah. And that's, yeah. And it's, and, and it's so sad because it's like, even when you get it, you're like in such a dark place because you're so detached from yourself and like your own needs because you're so concerned with somebody else liking this idea of you mm-hmm. that it's like, cool, I'll just abandon everything that I love. I'll abandon all of my friends. I will be available to you whenever, whatever. I don't have a hobby. I don't have a job. I don't have right. anything. And my time is free is you. for you. You right. tell me what to put in my space and I will do it. Oh, like those are things too. Like I'm like, people need to tell you when you were younger. Cause I'm like, uh, that's, that is, that was me. Like where I'm just like, oh, I'll text. And then I'll lie and say that I didn't text him first, but I did text because I I, I was tired of waiting. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And then it's like, oh, like it's to like fuck around and be like, well, like I can't hang out tonight, but like maybe Thursday. And then Thursday rolls around, cancels, but reschedules on Friday. And it's like, I'm annoyed. I'm upset. But for some reason, no is not a part of my vocabulary. Right. Like, like <laughs> I I hate all of this. You are causing me such deep anxiety. And yet I'm yeah. still like, no, that's fine. Whatever you think works best for you is great for me. Like, what? Setting uh-huh. the bar so low. So low. So insanely yeah. low. And then you're like confused when they like leave and you're like why am I left here with nothing and it's like yeah I know you literally abandoned everything that makes you who you are because you brought nothing to the table you set everything down and said you build my table for me and it's like I don't want to build your table for you bring your own fucking table I would never choose this wood but for 
I chose that wood, and now this is like a folding table that I didn't mean to buy. <laughs> and I can't get a refund. There is no receipt. Like they're just like you're just shit out of luck, and it's so sad, but it's so true. And that is like how you feel afterwards. And then, but I was gonna say on the inverse though, like we have to be like grateful for those learning experiences because I'm like, unfortunately getting to that low of lows really is when like the mirror comes out and it's like, you're looking at yourself like, who who am I? Yeah. What, what do I like? Maybe I need to relearn all of these things about myself and also being able to pinpoint when these like narcissist Mm a-holes do these this type of treatment to where you're like wait why do i feel like i need to sacrifice something why do i feel like i need to apologize when Mm -hmm. i did nothing wrong like why are you the only one that can be right you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and it's like all of this stuff where i'm like now it's like major red flags versus like at like 18 20 where i was like whatever you need where i'm like um the the red flag should be that he's 25 that's that should be the red flag Mm -hmm. (laughs) or 35 or 45 you know when does it change i've never dated anybody that old me either but i can guess what it's like (laughs) a thousand percent though you see these things especially like watching reality tv and stuff i'm like you see like 40 something year olds hooding on like 19 year olds and it's just so normal for like it's south carolina but it was like it's normal for like them and just like that time period how they grew up and you're just like no, it's actually sick in the head yes. and disgusting that you could look at a 19-year-old child and think, girlfriend, right? when you could have raised her, put her through college, <laughs> and yet you're like screaming, screaming my future wife. Like, and that's boy foul. math. And that yeah. is boy math. <laughs> Literally, that is boy math. Mm-hmm. I wow. saw a meme that was like... <laughs> It's so perfect, but it was like boy math is being 38 years old saying you want kids soon, but then also saying that you're not looking for anything serious. It's like, when do you think these things are going to happen? Because also you're about to be 40. So you're either looking for the 19 year olds that are going to be able to have kids for the next 20 years, or Mm -hmm. you're just an idiot because the math isn't mathing here, buddy. Let's do a little bit. Let's let's take out a notebook and let's write some stuff down and see how it comes out because it's not how you think it's going to. I mean, it's it is nuts out here when you really do think about it. Like I don't care how mature you think you are or like how much life that you've experienced. I could tell you from 20 to 33, I have learned eons not oh only God. about life and how the world works but like about myself that I had no idea about I had no idea what power I yielded I had no idea like what I was capable of back then and exactly that I was looking for somebody to tell me who I am to tell me that I'm special to tell me Mm -hmm. that I can accomplish anything instead of just telling myself that Right. And it almost feels more valid having an older person do it because it's like, well, they know themselves. They've lived a lot of life. So if they tell me I'm special, then I'm definitely special. Or the gross compliment now that like we didn't know was gross is the like, oh, you're you're so wise beyond your years. You're an old Mm. soul. And I'm like, no, this is called justification. But she's so mature. She's She's so mature for her age. age. She's 19, babe. She can't get a drink (laughs) at a bar with you. Put her back. Put Put her back. Put her back. These are like facts. <laughs> Still says can't even get you. cigarettes. Okay. Can't get can't get into a bar. I can't rent a golf cart on Catalina Island. Like there's so many things I cannot do 
at 19 years old, but yet marriage, she's ready for it. Mm-mm. Although, so Dio and I met this guy at the festival this weekend, and okay. it was actually such a like cute, refreshing moment. Um, mm. He was standing by himself. Dio and I got some food. We went to go stand at this like high top table and uh, Dio compliments this guy's shirt. And then we end up getting into this big conversation with him. He is married. He's been married for like, I think he said like 12 years. They have three kids together. He um, did not hide, like immediately that came up in conversation, even though it was just like it for sure didn't have to. He was wearing a wedding ring and he was at this music festival by himself. They had gotten tickets together and okay. didn't realize that they bought tickets for the show the same weekend that her parents were supposed to come into town. So she was like, babe, go to the festival. You really want to see X, Y, and Z. We'll be fine. Go for one night and come back. And the kind of like trust and respect that he showed to their relationship by immediately bringing them up, wearing his wedding ring at this festival, like this is prime time to cheat or be sketchy if you want to. You're literally at a music festival without your wife. You can do whatever Mm -hmm. you want. And he was so sweet and he was so personable and like wanted to talk to us, but it was all respectful. It was like, it was, it was just a really refreshing moment. And he was 38 and it's like, wow, you compared to the guy that I dated, this is like night and day. What kind of energy you're bringing to your relationship and your family. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel the exact same way. I'm like communication and honesty is just such a big thing. Also, I, I don't know if I've ever talked to you about this, but like I have a theory. Um, I would love I would I would love feedback on it. Maybe I'll like put it on TikTok or something. But I'm like I have a theory that I'm like, I feel like there are like two types of people. And there are people who habitually cheat and there's people who don't. And if they don't, they might have cheated once. But like they don't do it again and they might have been cheated on, but they don't do it again. I'm like, because I don't really know somebody, I don't really know people who kind of pick and choose, if that makes sense. But I feel Mm. like you'll know some people who have a history of cheating and it's almost like a matter of time. It's like, oh, there it is. Mm, There's that sketchy night where it's just like, and then there's some people who just like inherently can't do it. You. Do you feel that way? Me. Uh, totally. You're saying that like basically it's not situational. Mm-hmm. You're either going to cheat at some point or you're not. You either have it in it in you or you don't. It's not right. that you don't have it in you, but then you were tempted in this one situation. No, no. That just means you had it in you and you're probably going to do it again. Right. I think, That's what you I mean? I think the one – like I feel like there's always like one time in the sense to where it's like the guilt either felt after the fact is just mm. like too much – or being put in a sketchy situation. It's just like not worth it to obviously ever go through that again kind of thing. So I'm like, I feel like if there's people who don't cheat, they might have been in a situation once to where that was a part of the conundrum. Mm -hmm. But it's like, it's not something exactly situational to where they're like, well, I did it one time, so maybe I'll do it again. But people who habitually cheat, it's almost like you're looking for that option or that reason. Like, oh, I'm going to pick a fight with my girlfriend because I'm going to a music festival and because I can get away with cheating with a stranger that if we're in a fight, I'm not answering my phone. I'm good. I don't know you an explanation. Mm. You'll never find out anyways. Like there are people who actually operate like that Whereas there's other people to where it's like you could literally be at a strip club and you're just like, I'm 
so uncomfortable but right. i'm here with the guys and i'm doing the best i can but like i would rather not this place is depressing or whatever it may be so mm-hmm. i'm like i i don't know like does that make sense like as a as a theory? totally and as you're saying it i'm literally having so many people pop into my head in the category of like could literally never cheat on their partner i know that they've cheated multiple times and they're gonna keep doing it like and they would it do it again really, mm-hmm. it's either, once a it cheater be, always like, a cheater but it has to be right. like the addiction to like the high or the the safety of knowing that there's like always a way out or something or like a way to get back at or to whatever, like whether it's revenge driven, whatever it is, it's like they've used that now as an option to where other people are like, I don't want to hurt someone. I, my shit's messy enough as it is. I don't need to throw in a third person, like Mm-mm. whatever the situation may be. And there should also just be like trust in your relationship that it's like, yeah, nope. Went to this thing. This girl tried to hit on me. I was like, absolutely not. And I would rather you tell me and be like, mm, than be like uh, me talking with your buddy. And then he's like, I yeah, remember that blonde that came up. And you're like, the blonde? Was there a blonde? Was she? <laughs> was she pretty? Do you guys talk? She, yeah. Do, are, do you have her phone number? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're just like all of these things where I'm like, and I don't allow my brain to do that type of stuff but that's because yeah where I'm like when you're in a healthy relationship and I also think when you meet somebody and you know that they would never do that having that being like eliminated from list of worries so good but at the same time how do you figure that out and that's why when people are like right dated for a couple of months and now we're gonna get married and I'm like you know nothing about this person right well and that's how you and of course you can never like fully figure those things out until they happen but you can sure as hell try to get a little closer to the truth before committing to somebody and you can kind of tell where I'm like even if you're talking about like right the red flags are coming up right we're only after a certain age we're only as blind as we choose to be yeah I ask all the hard questions in the beginning how many kids do you want to have? Where, what, why did your last relationship end? Have you ever mm-hmm. cheated on your girlfriends? Like I ask all of these questions yeah. because let me tell you, if you were to shock me, like it's not going to be because I didn't do my due diligence. It's, it's going to be because you lied. Because <laughs> you lied. And now yeah. I know you're a liar. So, mm-hmm. and a habitual one at that. So that would not work out. But yeah, I'm like, that's what you have to ask the hard questions and be like, this is not me trying to appease you for you to like me. I'm way past that stage in life. I'm like, I don't give a shit. This is what I'm I like. not wasting this my time. Have you done <laughs> exactly. these things? Okay. I'm, a- I'm good on that. Right. It's like, um, like, like a checklist. Like when you're like moving into an apartment, you know, and they're <laughs> like, check the windows. Does the sink work? And I'm like, have you ever cheated? What Would are you your ever... communication skills? <laughs> right. How, How do you communicate? The... <laughs> What's your love How language? What is the relationship between you and your last ex? What Was your last ex do? crazy? Check yes yeah. or no. Okay, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> and were they crazy to you because you say so? Or like, do we have evidence that, right. that rests this case? Or is this going to be type of thing where if we break up, now I'm crazy? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you just have to like ask all the hard, weird, gross questions. Because at the end of the day, have you ever had an STD? I need to know. Mm-hmm. And if that's too much for you, we'll never make it. No. We'll never make it. I'm like, the filter that I don't have anymore, No, and it's like, it's so easy to talk about those things early on because you don't care yet. So it's like, I'm going to ask you these questions. And if you give an answer that like, I don't fuck with, that's okay. I have zero emotional ties to you. 
But when people start like texting nonstop right away or they go on that second date within the first week of meeting this person, they're telling their brain that like this person means more to them than they actually do. You know this person better than you actually do. This person is in your daily space more than they actually are. And then the stakes all of a sudden become like fake higher. Mm-hmm. They're not really higher. You don't actually have these feelings for them, but you've tricked yourself into thinking you do. And now you don't want to have those hard conversations because you can't lose them. And yes. it's like, no, let's yes. not get there anymore. It, what you said, how everybody thinks it's cheesy. You got to love yourself first. But it's so true because mm. when you love yourself, you're like, there are things that I will stand for. There are things that I will compromise. And there are things that I will absolutely never second guess the way that I feel about that. It's a it's a non-starter. We non-negotiable and so it's like but why like why was it back then that I was like no can't can never say it can't say that I don't like that because if I don't like that then I don't the only thing I think I've ever stayed true to that I don't like is sports that was like where I'm like and and to be honest I never wanted to date jock athlete ever in my life so if Sunday rituals of wearing the same jersey and and lucky this and gosh I don't love anybody as much as I love this football player we will never work no I never want to do that again I did that I didn't oh you did that yeah we left our anniversary trip early so that we could go watch football with his friends we drove (sighs) back from Big Bear at like 9 a.m so that we could get back by like I don't know whatever the fuck time football starts 11 12 um and I was like so chill I totally get it no we should do that that sounds like what I want to do too I actually don't want to miss football Sunday I love football I still don't know what a tight end does I didn't need to leave Big Bear early (laughs) no no this okay so this weekend I went to brunch and I left my car at my friend's house because I drank heavily Mm. and the next morning, I Ubered to my car. So as I'm going through the intersection, I all of a sudden see this giant white truck with a grill attached to it. And like, I kid you not, 20 men in two different color jerseys. And they were like in the streets, like hugging each other. Like, And these are grown ass men. Like we're not even talking like 20s, 30s. Like we're talking late 30s probably to 50s and there's about 20 30 of them it was so much and they're parked in the middle of the street and I don't know if they were putting stuff on the bed whatever my brain I'm hungover I'm coming here to pick up my car and there's no like getting around them because where the car ends which is halfway in the middle of the street there's bodies so I was like is this like a tailgate like a random tailgate happening in the middle of a residential area like that's what it felt like and my brain just goes you don't have the capacity for this I was like what if they hop on my car because they're all wasted this is also like eight o'clock in the morning and that's why I backed out and like I literally turned around and went down another street to get to the main road because I was like I don't want to pass these people I don't want to have an interaction I'm gonna have to like honk to like get through them and like they're already riled up like I could see the right these guys get to act like complete buffoons when they have a jersey on so I was like absolutely not but there's two things that turn me off really fast and that is the over excessive fandomness of 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 any sport whatsoever I think it's just absurd absurd don't ever come for a swifty when you're wearing another grown man's name on your back once a week because you think it's gonna help him win a game it's not 
and two men that call their moms mommy i'm sorry mm. it's two things it's two Blech. things i saw it <laughs> I saw it on a reality TV show, and there's one character that calls his mom mother, and it gives very like Norman Bates vibes. Totally, I, I couldn't stand it. They brought a new dude on, and he was on Facetime, and he called his mom mommy. He's multiple an adult. Times. He's an adult that's divorced. By He's the saying way. mommy and, like and hi so- mommy. And said mommy like oh I can't wait to get out there mommy like we'll be. Ew. And she's like, oh, he's like, give the dog pet for me. Like, very, like, they talk to each other like they're in a relationship. And That's I obviously disgusting. know it's like mom and dad, but like, or mom and son, so cute. But no. Y- y- I don't think that's once- cute at all. I think that's disgusting. <laughs> when you get married, you better not be calling your mother mommy. It's just. It's probably why he's divorced. She was like, this is gross what you're doing. This is and I can't be a part of this. Far too much for me. Do you have any Yeah. Eggs? huh do you have any, any icks yeah oh boy I feel like I've got I feel like I've got a solid amount of icks um voice is really important to me so I can't exactly explain what would be wrong in their voice but if I hear it I'll know and immediately I'm not attracted to you like like high pitch a little like femme voice um okay. is like not it's not my vibe I want like almost like a Dak Shepard podcast like deep man voice fair you know fair. i love that I mean, nobody wants to say like here's my husband his balls are dropping next year hopefully. not me thank you very much no, <laughs> no nope um and then and this one is so interesting but it is that like if you like them and they're putting in a lot of effort you think it's cute and if you don't and they're putting in a lot of effort it's like the grossest thing and you need them to like leave you the fuck alone right. um it that when it's that person that's putting in way too much way too quickly it's just like cut it out get away from me you don't like it when somebody's obsessed with you and that's okay no i don't i don't know i don't I'm suffocating suffocatingly so well it's just like get a life <laughs> do you know what i mean it's like why honey why I are you paying an- so much attention to me yeah, i don't I want this and I'm not going to do this for you. <laughs> Let me have my own things. Like, right. Leave without me you. alone for a little bit. Yeah. Let me have three hours to myself. Yeah. Why? Yeah. And I don't know. And I couldn't tell you because I've never been like that. See, honestly. so I think I was like that in my last relationship. Uh-huh. But also maybe that's why it's such a turnoff to me now. Like right. now that I see how much I don't like that energy uh mm-hmm. it's almost more I'm like more sensitive to it because I know what that looks like right and I want nothing to do with it so now it's like <laughs> if you're giving me that I already know that this isn't a path I want to go down right don't want to do it gotta be give and take mm-hmm. um because we we're kind of talking about that with the whole uh Taylor Swift Travis Kelsey mm-hmm. uh situation which I appreciate. It. I saw some uh, podcast do a clip that was about uh, how he—he's. Did you say he's a tight end or a running back? Tight end. Okay, so he's a tight end. I had no idea what this position does either, but apparently they have the option when being. I thought everybody has the option to run, so I don't know. I can't clarify that, but apparently he has the option when he gets the ball to either run. Or he has the option and like score a touchdown, or he has the option to block. So he mm. can like block another player for somebody else to get the ball to be able to like run towards the end zone. Home base. Uh, 
quote me. That was that was impressive. I pulled that, that out was of nice. nowhere. Um, She's a sports but, girl now. Right. The one well, thing Taylor she said she'd never be. If Taylor Swift gets to be a sports girl because she shows up to a game, I'm like, hello. I guess it. What? Like it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but they were saying how, because he has the ability to either know when to be the star and to like grab the ball and to run with it, or when he knows in a play to like just block somebody and allow somebody else to be it, that there would be a really good give and take between the two of them Mm. because he would be able to like allow her to like be in the spotlight kind of thing. But then also like she clearly can step back and go support and even then she goes and supports and he like sells out his jerseys so right you know it I know I, I love that I think it's like so important because I think you do have to if you're like such a big one personality and then like two really successful a lot of people love you you do something really really like exceptionally well you do kind of want a a counterpart that is sort of at your level because you're so driven and you're so, you know, you, it would be hard to have somebody that's like really shy and quiet unless, yeah. <laughs> unless you need to be the star 24 seven. I don't think Taylor needs to be the star 24 seven. And I think she kind of like does like that. She can point at this person and go, now it's your turn to shine and he can do right. the same thing with her. And that feels like the perfect blend because neither of them is like worlds. dulling their light and two different worlds. You know, like, I think that I've always said this. I was like, I don't think it's healthy, especially entertainment industry jobs. I was like, I don't think it's like it's one thing for like a director and an actor. But even then, still a little too close to home as like an actor and an actor. It's going to be really hard for that to work out. It's going to be really hard to work out because there's going to be moments where one person is working a lot and thriving and the other person's like barely getting auditions and then there'll be like a shift or this person is unemployed now and this person is on on a tv show as a series regular and but complaining about work and then they're like how could you complain about work when you have a job and I don't like Mm -hmm. there's so many things to be in competition with and I was like that I think a main component of a relationship that works is that you have somebody that compliments you without uh competing with you Mm -hmm. it's you know, I can actually be genuinely happy for you and also learn from you because I don't know about this world or I I don't have experience here. So therefore, like there's still that teacher student going back and forth and actually having interest in each other's lives because we don't know about it Mm -hmm. versus two people that think they know everything about the same thing. And like, what are you guys going to do? Argue about who is actually IMDb credited for this role in 1967? Like, what does that do? But besides ruin dinner. Besides mm-hmm. ruin dinner mm-hmm. and your marriage. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, so I think that like having dating somebody that doesn't do what you do. And again, it's just that because I feel like everything is competitive. I was like even being like a doctor. Like it's just like if two doctors dating, it's like you better hope one's a therapist and one's like a neurosurgeon. Because if you're both competing to be the top neurosurgeon in America, like right. there's still going to be some contention there where I'm like, yeah you want to date somebody that compliments you where I'm like, I guess a super, super pop star and a super pro football player. Like that makes sense. She tours X amount of time a year. He, he plays his sport for X amount of years. He's training and he's in this location. She can, you know, so it's like, there's a way for them to like work through not only like scheduling, but like priorities and showing up for each other and it not having to be like overlapping. I don't know. I think it's cute. And I think it's, it's, correct yeah I get good feelings about this coupling 
Yeah. It makes me excited. I will say there is something to be said about dating somebody that's in your field because of the like, I am an IMDb freak. I'm looking everything Mm -hmm. up. When I'm watching a show or a movie, I am like over analyzing it. I'm not just watching it. I'm seeing every single little continuity thing. I'm thinking about when they shot this, where they shot this. I'm asking questions. Somebody who's not in this industry might be so annoyed by like how much I'm picking things apart, whereas somebody else that's in it is like going back and forth with me on it. You know, there's something cool about that. I'm also like on the inverse too, that I'm like somebody that is your person knowing that that's something that you're interested in or has never dabbled in might actually take interest in it because they know that you enjoy that to where it's like, okay, like let's figure it out. Or like, maybe we'll play a game with it and I'm going to look it up on my app first. And you tell me if this is, if that's what it is. Like there's a way that that's a good point. When you meet your person, it's like they find interest in things that you're interested in, whether they would ever have found it on their own and most likely not. And I think that's what the beautiful thing of like growing in a relationship is, mm-hmm. you know, because like in the on the inverse, you could have somebody that's like, like, uh, I know everything about this movie. And you're like, well, that's actually not right. And then them get mad at you. Right. And now we're right. fighting. Now mm-hmm. we're fighting because I corrected you about your all-time favorite movie, but you're the Scorsese fan of the year. Like, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it's just like, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> is everything okay? When is your next acting intensive? Because you have some things you need to work out. <laughs> like, you know, so. Mm-hmm. And, I'm, and I'm not saying that like, oh, it's impossible. Totally. You know, it's, it's one thing, I think, if you're an actor, but like also have um, like entrepreneurial endeavors. Mm. Like I'm an actor, but I have my podcast. I have my brand, my clothing line, my liquor line, whatever. Um but I'm like, I feel like you have to like have like other things. To other share things. In it can't be the other. one. Yeah. Right. Well, that goes back to like nothing should exist in your life that if it were taken away tomorrow, you would lose sense of self. Right. Right. Full right. circle, baby. You did that. I did that. <laughs> Even with how my brain is not working, I still did that. I know. I'm going to have to go to a birthday party in a couple hours. Tonight? <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Whereas I'm like staring at my bed. I like, know. Sh- I'm getting in, you know? I said you have that a birthday party? Stop by. It's wow. down the street, so it's not going to be so bad, mm-hmm. but it, it's still like, ooh, I could be done with this and then go sit on my couch and like watch something reality. Like, I've got a Real Housewives of New York calling my name. Officially tired. All right. Well, you have a good night, Sav. Is that was that too abrupt of a cutoff? No, I love it. Get me to bed, okay. baby. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we've been get me the fuck out of here. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Coastally Speaking. Speaking. We're on TikTok. We're on Instagram. You should and YouTube. You should follow. You should like. You should subscribe. You should comment. And sometimes we do a little poll on Spotify. So like. You should engage. Just engage, you should. guys. Engage. It's good for the soul. Do it <laughs> for us. Engaged. Christmas is coming up. Don't get engaged. Engage with our pod. Just engage. <laughs> our new slogan. <laughs> um, all right. Love you guys. And I will talk to you next week. All right.
Alrighty. 